Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Steffi G, and that's me. And this is the place to be. This is the show up to go up podcast where you'll find inspiration and information on how to show up for yourself and live your best life. This podcast is for anyone who feels lost or stuck. Anyone that knows that they are capable of more, but isn't quite sure how to go about it. I'm here to encourage and guide you, but it all starts with you showing up for yourself. And it all starts now. Real quick, before we get started, I just wanted to let you know I'm doing a giveaway. And you could win a $10 to $50 gift card to Amazon. All the details are at the end of the episode and also in the show notes. So check it out. You guys, I have something to confess. I have a secret that is so dirty and it is not a good look. It's so gross to say, but I used to have a scarcity mindset. What's a scarcity mindset, you ask? It's the fear that there's not enough to go around for everyone. It usually manifests in jealousy or being overly competitive. It's the thing when someone that's working toward the same thing as you tells you that they got a raise or they've been recognized or they got a leadership role that you wanted, you immediately feel bad. Rather than being thrilled for their success, you think, dang it, because they just got a win, that means there are less wins for me. If anyone else got something I wanted, such as an acting role, or someone else created a podcast before me, I would say, oh, congratulations, I'm so happy for you. But on the inside, I didn't mean it. I was secretly hoping that they would fail to make myself feel better for not getting the same thing. I was jealous and insecure. This goes back to two of the previous episodes I've done. Fear of not being good enough and comparing myself to others. The worst part about this is the people I was most jealous of or unhappy about their wins were my friends. Yes, I wanted success for them, but only if it was in an area of their life that I wasn't also trying to pursue, or if their success was less than my own. It literally is the grossest part of me that I can think of, to the point that I would sometimes wish bad things to happen to those I'm closest with and the things that they're working on. How messed up is that? How fearful is that? It doesn't get much worse than wishing bad things for your friends. Talk about a terrible friend. Again, I was saying I was so happy for them and their wins, but the truth was I wanted that win more for myself than I wanted it for them. I was believing that there were only a certain amount of wins out there, and so it was either them or me that got them. Ugh. Every sentence I say makes me feel like the worst person on earth. But I have adopted a new mindset where if something scares me or makes me uncomfortable, I will walk toward it or speak about it rather than let it have power over me. I believe that I'm not the only one that has struggled with this gross side of themselves. So that's exactly why I wanted to talk about it. Because truly, it's a normal thing. So you shouldn't feel shame about it. But it's a limiting belief. It's going to keep you in a negative headspace, and you're going to be less likely to believe that good things are going to happen to you. You are what you think about, so if you believe there is a limited amount of resources and you won't get the job if your friend does, then guess what? You won't. And you won't have any reason to fight for it or really go after what you want. 
And like comparison, it's wasted energy that could be spent on what you want. I don't know if you can relate at all to any of this terrible way of thinking. In doing research for this episode, I came across a couple main thoughts that people with a scarcity mindset have. Check your ego at the door and listen to these thoughts. Can you relate? One, competition is more important than collaboration. Two, any sharing of knowledge or information will only help your competition, so you hoard that information. That was me, for sure. And three, others should be helped, but only if you receive something of equal or greater value. Have you ever thought any of those things? I have. They are all fear-based and control-focused. I believed I had to hold so tightly onto control or else someone else would win first. I had it wrong. The control is the very thing that's holding us back. You will never win your struggle with control. Things happen. Inexplicable things. I once heard Oprah say that she lives by the motto that everything is always working out for me. And if it's good enough for Oprah, then it's definitely good enough for me. So I adopted that motto. I wrote it down every morning when I journaled. I talked to my boyfriend about it, and I wrote it on a piece of paper that I hung on my wall so I could see it every day. The more you adopt this mindset, the happier you'll be. Things may not always be working out the way you think they should or with your timing, but if you change your perception and look for the lessons and the disappointments or setbacks, you will find that things are working out for you and those things are happening for you and not to you. You are not a victim. I know you guys have gone through some hard things. When I went to Rachel Hollis's Rise event, we did an exercise called Stand Up For Your Sister where every single woman had the same piece of paper in our hands. That paper had a bunch of statements that you, the individual, were supposed to mark whether you had experienced those things or not. Some examples were, I have suffered from depression, or I have been raped, or I have lost a child. After you anonymously filled it out, you folded it up and handed it to someone. And then without unfolding it, they handed it to someone else and someone else and someone else until your paper was totally lost in the sea of women. And you were holding some unknown woman's paper as well. Rachel and the host of the event read each statement one by one, and we were instructed to stand up, not for what our response was, but for the woman whose paper you held. If the paper you were holding, representing a woman in the room, had been marked for the statement Rachel and Beans read, you would stand up powerfully and lovingly stand up for her in support of what she had gone through. It was beautiful, but it was painful because I realized how many women have gone through terrible, unfair, unfathomable things. And I know that you are no different. You have gone through some ridiculously hard things, but you are not a victim to those things. You are stronger because of those things. It may not seem like it now, but I promise it's true. I heard this song last week called When We Fall Apart. The chorus says, it's okay to cry. It's okay to fall apart. You don't have to try to be strong when you are not. And it may take some time to make sense of all your thoughts, but don't ever fight your tears because there is freedom in every drop. Sometimes the only way to heal a broken heart is when we fall apart. The song is amazing, and if you'd like a good cry, I'll put a link of it in the show notes for you. 
It's important to work through whatever you've gone through so that it doesn't have power over you, so that you can move forward and realize these things don't make you weak, but rather give you strength. Trust that things are always working out for you. God has a plan for your life that is so great. You might not be able to see it right now, or you might not be able to see his timing, but he is putting you through the fire so you can grow into who he created you to be. Have you guys ever seen how metal is reshaped? There's this place that I used to go to when I was younger called Living History Farms. It was basically a bunch of different farms from the 1700s, 1800s, and 1900s. And then they had a little town with a general store, a metal working shop, and a printing press shop. It was really cool. I remember watching the metal worker. He would put metal on a long stick. I'm sure that is the technical term. And he would put it into fire. And it would sit in that fire for several minutes. He would pull it out from time to time to check on it, to see if it was ready to be molded into something new. And sometimes it was, but sometimes it wasn't. So he would have to put it back in the fire. God may be putting you through the fire to mold you into something new, something better, something greater, so that you can help more people, so that you can be a better version of yourself. You have to go through it. But I promise you will come out of that fire as a new you, a stronger you. You can't do that if you have a scarcity mindset. The word scarcity implies fear. Don't be afraid that there's not enough for you or that it's too late. It's exactly the right time for your life. I was talking to my friend the other day about God's timing. He said, maybe when God has us in a season of waiting for a job or a partner or an answer, Maybe sometimes it's not about us, but he's preparing someone else, someone that's about to come into your life and either make an impact on you, or maybe you're going to make an impact on them, but they're not ready yet. Maybe they have to go through some things and you have to wait for someone else. Maybe it's not about you. Maybe it's about God's greater plan, or maybe God is asking you to practice patience and trust. I am literally one of the most impatient people. Again, not sure where it came from, but I've been rushing my entire life. But God helps me practice patience all the time. Without fail, whenever I go to the grocery store and I'm ready to leave, I'm in a hurry, on to the next thing, bam, God places an elderly man or woman in front of me that is going super slow and then inevitably... They will stop right before the doorway with their cart so I can't get around them. And I just have to sit there and wait. And sometimes I laugh because that's all you can do. Clearly, I am not in control. Rather than being annoyed and let it ruin my mood, maybe it's a lesson. And maybe we'll miss those lessons if we're not open to them. Having a scarcity mindset ultimately comes down to a lack of faith. And when there's a lack of faith, fear is always present. On the other hand, having an abundance mindset means that you believe that there is enough to go around for everyone. Here's why it matters. You get what you focus on. A person with an abundance mindset focuses on the belief that there are endless possibilities. 
They look for the positive, or at least the lesson or meaning behind any setback or negative experience. They are optimistic and focus on the future, therefore creating and attracting positive experiences and opportunities. I know some of you may hear this and you may think those dang millennials and their hippie talk. I used to think it was weird too. The idea of abundance sounded too spiritual for me and so I ignored it. But I'll challenge you with this. If you have an opportunity to be happier and therefore have a more meaningful life, why wouldn't you look into it deeper? Trusting that things are always working out for me has also helped me take the pressure off of myself. I don't have to try to control things because I know I'm not in control. There is a greater force at work. Whether you believe in God or the universe, whatever it is, I hope that you believe in something greater than yourself. By loosening my grip on control, it has led to a more peaceful and content life. And I'm also able to redirect that energy that was being spent on negativity toward more positive things. All that wasted time spent on fears and doubts is now spent on this podcast or a number of other projects that I'm working on. Ultimately, this is about control and letting go of it. You don't need to spend so much time worrying. It doesn't serve you to worry. Things are always working out for you. Even the bad things. I know that there's a lot of moms that don't worry about themselves but spend so much energy worrying about all the what-ifs for their children. I want you to think about what that worrying does for you. Does it make you short-tempered? Unhappy? Emotional? Your child can see and feel those things. And it's putting them on edge too. Don't pass your anxiety onto your children Teach them the lesson that you are learning. They are going to fail. It's part of growing. Teach them that through the bad stuff, they are growing stronger. You can't empower your kids if you're not empowering yourself. If you can relate to anything that I'm saying, I want to give you some tools that have helped me make this shift from living a life with a fearful or scarcity mindset to that of an abundance mindset. First things first. Admitting there is something you struggle with and your desire to change. You have to go inward. It can be hard to admit some of your shortcomings or dirty secrets, but it's the only real way to change. Let go of your ego and understand that you're not alone in this. Let go of any guilt or shame that you've been holding on to for not being a supportive friend or partner. It's okay. Two, you're not a victim. Look for at least one thing that came out of whatever negative thing you experienced. I teach fitness on the side, and I have for the past couple years. My physical body is very important to me, and I love to work out. A couple months ago, I tore my hamstring and my glute, not by working out, but by playing charades. It was a very intense game, and I don't mess around when it comes to charades. I know what you were thinking. What was the word? The word was splits. And you can't show the splits without doing the splits. So I jumped up. I ran around the table. The clock was ticking, so I had to move fast. I'm competitive if I'm nothing else. I jumped into the splits. My momentum took me and pop, pop, I was down. And I had a hard time getting back up. And I've basically been out of commission for the past couple months. 
I've been in massive amounts of pain, and I lost money from the classes I couldn't teach. But it's forced me to slow down, something that I hate. And like I said before, I'm not a patient person, but I need to slow down. I have a bad habit of moving from one thing to the next and not enjoying the moment in between. It's also given me time to focus on this podcast. Yeah, it's been really hard. I've lost 15 pounds of muscle from my legs and butt, and I'm not talking about that as a success. The goal is not to lose muscle, but the strength that I've lost in my legs, I've put into my mind. Once I'm healed, I'm going to be so much better and stronger overall for having gone through this experience. I'm choosing to focus on the positive and not the negative. And you can do the same. Focus on what you have and what you can do rather than what you can't. I love Henry Ford's quote, whether you think you can or you think you can't, either way, you're right. Number three, start a practice of gratitude and or meditation. Every morning I wake up and I write five specific things that I'm grateful for and I meditate. I meditate for however long I have. Sometimes it's two minutes and sometimes it's 30. This all started with a 30-day challenge after going through some emotional pain. I had meditated in the past, but it was never very consistent and it was never first thing in the day. I wanted to see if it would make a difference to be committed to this practice for a full 30 days. And it made such a difference that I kept with it. It's important to start your day off right in a positive way. From doing this practice, I've noticed myself being overall much happier. I do it before I go to work and then I go to work and when things go wrong, they don't bother me because I've started my day off right. I encourage you to do a 30-day challenge. For me, the key is to do it first thing in the morning. If I wait until midday or evening, the day has already run me down and so it doesn't have the same effect but it might be different for you. Just try it. Number four, if you're feeling jealousy toward a friend or coworker, don't only admit it to yourself, admit it to them. Have the courage to open a dialogue about it. Speak your truth, which always sets you free from negativity and anxiety. By communicating how you feel, you may be able to learn from that person. You can ask them questions how they got where they are, and you may learn that that person is envious about you as well. But most importantly, you will be able to go deeper in your relationship with that person. And that's what life is all about. Share your heart and get to know someone else's. Be supportive and encouraging of others. Be a blessing and you will be blessed. Number five. Who are you spending your time with? You are the average of the five people you spend most of your time with. Choose them wisely. Choose to associate yourself and be friends with people that have an abundance mindset. People who are supportive and want wins for you and others. People who don't complain or want bad things to happen to others. And not only that, what kind of information are you putting into your body? Are you reading and listening to negative things? Start making a conscious effort to listen to more inspiring content. There is so much great stuff out there, but you have to be intentional about what you allow into your body and your mind. The news is usually super negative. It's okay to be up on the current events, of course, but if you are focusing on all the negativity in the world, it is inevitable that you are going to be more fearful and less happy. Number six, 
Be generous. You get what you give to others. Pour into and help others as much as you can. This is especially important if you're not naturally a generous person. I'm not naturally a generous person. Like I said, I've struggled with a scarcity mindset, so these kind of go hand in hand. But to overcome not naturally being generous, I like to give more than I want to, more than I'm comfortable with. This breaks the cycle of wanting to hold on so tightly to things, that control. For me, it's especially true when it comes to money. Money is something that I have held onto so tightly, and only recently have I begun giving up control and trusting that it will come back to me in abundance. I tip more than I initially want to. I give more to my church than what feels comfortable. And you know what? It's always worked out because things are always working out for me. Money might not be your thing. Maybe time is your thing. Give people your time more than what feels comfortable. Challenge yourself. Stretch yourself. Whatever it is, be generous. I love Zig Ziglar's quote that you will get all you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. Those two quotes that I mentioned by Henry Ford and Zig Ziglar are two of my all-time favorite quotes, and so I'm so happy that I was able to slip them both in here. I promise you, you will be so much more successful and happy if you collaborate with others and don't compete. We are better together. There is enough to go around for everyone. Help others and trust that things are always working out for you. Make the decision to change one step at a time. When I'm teaching spin classes and we're halfway through the class exhausted, we're on a climb and it feels like we can't go anymore. The desire to quit is so strong. Our mind is telling us it's too hard. I tell people one step at a time. We can get through it together. One foot in front of the other. Keep moving and focus on being the best version of yourself. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. My goal for this podcast is to reach and help as many people as possible. So it would mean so much if you would take the time to subscribe, review, and share this podcast. I'm doing a giveaway for the first six weeks. I'm giving away six Amazon gift cards, one per week valued between $10 and $50. Holla! To enter into the giveaway, you have to subscribe, give me a five-star rating, and join my email list to stay up to date and in the know when I release future podcast episodes. Also, this is the way that I can contact you and let you know you won. In the show notes, there will be a link to my website where you can add your email, or you can go to showuptogoup.com. See you next time.